right, folks, welcome to the Drink Like a Lady podcast, episode number seven. We are facing some technical difficulties today, so we're just making it work the way, the best way that we ha- that we can. I'm joined by my usual partner in crime, Kathy DeCherico-Stewart, who is a business strategist. And today, Kathy, we are talking about the merits of taking a break. We've talked about a whole myriad of things here on this podcast as it relates to women's leadership, but taking a break is probably one of the hardest things to do, and I am your prime target for this conversation, and I'm so glad that we decided to talk about this today. Um, what is it about What is it about us? Why is it that it's so hard for us to be able to take a break? I know why it's so hard for me to take a break, but I wanted to ask you first. Well, I mean, I'm on vacation, and here I am making sure I'm committed to our podcast, um, which I think is part of leadership. You know, when you are a leader, what occurs is you, you're looking to lead other people and to continually feed them good practices. But for me, it, it's first of all, I enjoy what I do. Secondly, I make that commitment, and, and as part of my own home culture, it was always, you know, live up to your commitment. And thirdly, we get on a fast track and we think our identity has to do all with work. And I think that's part of uh, the conundrum we, we face. Well, you and I did some research around this, and you said that yes. the number one myth is that we think that when we don't take a break, we're actually going to accomplish more. And that is absolutely not true. You know, this really comes from the industrial age where, you know, you get on a, a, a line of building something, product, services, and nothing stops. But as leaders, it is so important for us to take a step back and relook at what we're really accomplishing. Sometimes we accomplish far little than we thought we would do if we worked an extra four hours a day, you know, seven days a week. And I think that there was a study of NASA scientists who found yes. that people that take vacations actually see a 92% increase in job performance when they return with longer vacations rather than taking a series of short ones. And I fall in that latter category where I'm a fan of taking long weekends, but man, asking me to take like an eight day break is like, you know, asking me to hand over my firstborn. And I agree, it took me a lot of years to finally say I'm taking a full week. God forbid it went over the full week to 10 days or even longer. I didn't know what to do with myself, but we do need those short rest periods as well. What's so important, though, is to understand that we do come back more refreshed, not only for ourselves, but for the people we lead. And before we leave this point, which is that, you know, you accomplish more by not taking breaks, it was Jeff Weiner, who's the former CEO of LinkedIn, who did a blog yeah. post about the yeah. best ways to work from home. And he's, he wagers that it's not even enough to just take breaks, you know, for long periods of time on vacation. But he wagers that you need to be able to take breaks throughout the day and plan the rewards that you're working for after you do a sprint of work using like you know the pomodoro technique and being really meaningful about what those breaks are like make it an analog activity walk around the block you know go make a cup of tea go um you know i don't know play with your dog but don't like unload the dishwasher right because that's not necessarily a meaningful break from what you're doing so so myth number one is you're going to accomplish more by not taking a break myth number two is that you've got to be a workaholic in order to be able to succeed like there's so much of your identity tied up in this that you can't even justify taking a break you know and, and that's part of once again 
something that gets passed down, the great work ethic, and, and we had it in our family. And, and I just had dinner with my brother last night. We were talking about this. We don't stop. What's next? We're, we're sitting at dinner and we're analyzing something. Um, but the joys really do come sometimes from looking at other things outside of work. You know, we were at the. I was at the beach this morning and just enjoying the kids playing. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was wonderful, and it helps you understand. We are working for our, our families. I mean, that's really what we're working for and families who work for us as well. And giving yourself that sort of downtime allows your brain to actually yes. hit reset and maybe make connections between two ideas that you may not have made those yes. connections before because it's constantly working on overdrive, right? So even downshifting and sitting at the beach and enjoying your family allows your brain to maybe start to connect new, old information but in new ways, which might be the solution that you've always been looking for. And, and, you know, I used to get my greatest uh, conclusions to challenges in the shower. And they say water is a wonderful way. It sort of, you know, flushes out everything and you come up with, you know, new ideas. One of my favorite, uh, before we leave that, t- that tip, one of my favorite mentors, Ari Mizell, suggests something um, called aqua notes. And it allows you to write notes while you're in the shower so you don't lose the idea, but it's waterproof. <laughs> Just in case you want to make, maximize that time there. But there's something about being that vulnerable and naked when you're in the shower. It's just what jiggers your brain into like a space of comfort, right? Exactly, exactly. So today, folks, we're talking about the merits of taking a break on the Drink Like a Lady podcast and why that's so important as a leader. But first we're talking about why. Like why are we so resistant to taking breaks? And myth number one is that we're just gonna accomplish more if we never take a break. Number two is that you've gotta be a workaholic in order to succeed. And number three is that no one ever died, Kathy, of hard work. We know that that is not true at all. No, it's not true. Um, first of all, I will say this is what we, we were told when we were kids. We, we came from a very Germanic father you're not going to die of hard work. But two things. First of all, I want to say this. In Japan, there's this term called kuroshi, and it means death from overwork. And having traveled to um, Asia quite a bit and worked in Japan, they have about a 1,000 deaths per year of people who literally die from overwork, whether it's stroke, heart attack, etc. The second point is my father passed away at 58 years old. And when I look back at that, and I think he was young, he was vibrant, and he worked up until the day he died, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and he put off vacations, he put off time of rest, he was chief of police of our community. So, you know, that paradigm changed a lot for me, and that was, first of all, you never know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and to really, you know, take that time for your family and pleasure. And we work so hard, but what are we working for, right? If we're not stopping to kind of, you know, rest on our laurels from time to time and enjoy the things. All right, so we've we've talked about the reasons why it's so hard for us to be able to take a break. But now let's talk about how to take that break. And I know you're on vacation this week, so why don't you kick this off? Why is, how is it that you, if you're a self-professed workaholic, how is it that you took the time to break away? Well, one of the things that occurred to me, uh, once again, I try to learn from life's lessons. A, my father passing away very early on in his life. And then there was a woman who I just respected so much when I was in retail. And she was, would probably walk around and say, oh, I only took three days off last year. I only took three days off in the last two years. And when she went to get married, 
the executives at the company were horrified because she wanted 10 days off. And I listened to this story and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. This is a milestone. Since that point in time, it doesn't mean I don't work when on vacation, but I don't put in full days. I might put in, you know, an hour or so that we've been working on this podcast. Um, but I make it very conscious. I schedule it. Mm-hmm. Um, when my kids were young, I bought into the Disney Vacation Club. Yeah. And that was another way that I made sure that I did just stay home when I was working. So, folks, today we're talking on the Drink Like a Lady podcast, which... You know, really, we've designed this, you and I, Kathy, to help emerging female leaders not only get a seat at the bar, but to get a seat in the boardroom. And today we're talking about the merits of taking a break. And the first one is to really prioritize rest. Kathy, I read this book by Michael Walker, sorry, Matthew Walker, which was transformative to me. And the name of the book is Why We Sleep. And, you know, without belaboring the point here or getting in too much into the details of the book, I I shudder to think how much I have lost in the way of long-term and short-term memory from all the years of getting by on four hours of sleep because he really talks about the three processes that happen when you're sleeping not to mention repair of your body but things getting cleared out of the cash from your days learning and being sent into your long-term cash for retrieval later i mean there's no wonder that those years blew by and i have very little memory of them is because i was getting by on four hours of sleep so prioritizing rest is one big way to kind of catapult you know you're um, taking a break and then what about activities that really feed you i'm sure you're out there doing the same with your family well, the things, first of all, I love to decorate, so I'm always decorating, even if I have nothing to decorate, it's, it's conceptual. Um, I, I try to connect with, with other young women whenever they need to just connect and ask me quick questions. I enjoy watching them, them prosper and unfold as well. And then gardening is another thing that is just so wonderful to watch a, a flower grow, plant it, and then it will come to life. Those are some of the key things. Yeah, and spending time with friends. For me, it was going out east and just being in nature and not feeling like I was, like, you know, in a city environment and being able to just be with friends. Like, that was a big way for me to do something that nurtured me and and just take a break from all of this. And that actually dovetails nicely into the next thing, which is crucial to taking a break, which is investing in relationships. And we're talking about people that energize you, obviously, not ones that drain you. Oh, of course. You know, relationships really are... What the world is about. Nothing gets done without a relationship of some sort. And if you're married, I believe your primary relationship starts with your spouse. And then if you have a great relationship with them and you've taken time for them, um, then you have your children. And then as your children grow up, you know, do you take time? When my son calls me, um, he's hard to get a hold of. I drop everything I'm doing and I speak with him, whether it's for 15 minutes or an hour. Um, because that's when he's ready and, and our relationship builds from there. Or just knowing that someone's by themselves during this very difficult time. And if you think of them, they see, I think that's the intuition a lot of us women have. I was thinking of a friend of mine and I thought, let me just reach out to her. And you know what? She needed to talk and it was wonderful for both of us because I walked away being just giving her time to, and listening to her. Yeah. So investing in relationships that are important to you. And what about the guilt? Because I know that even when I'm off, and I took Friday off, but I'm racked with so much guilt because I'm thinking about all the things that I should be doing, and here I am rewarding myself with this day off. How do you draw that line in the sand and not feel the guilt? You know, it really is a, it's a conscious, conscious 
action to stop up and say, what am I guilty about? What have I already done this week? What do I need? Knowing that you are an important and integral part of this world and your own life, that guilt has to be sort of wrestled down and put aside. I also talk a lot to, to young individuals and young families and, and women who are doing two things at once, and I try to get them rid of the guilt because it helps me get rid of my own guilt right. as well. Yeah. Where do you think the guilt even comes from? Like, where did that? When did that start for us as women? I think it was when we thought we could do both work and have a family and then take care of everyone in between. So the guilt is, well, I'm taking care of my family, but I'm not doing enough at work. Um, but it's all part of the same system, you know? Mm -hmm. It's the ability to stop and say, have I, what have I done for myself? And, and not to feel guilty about that. That is so important. Well, it's also when you're filling up your own tank, you are showing up full yes. for all the other roles that you play in, in other people's lives. And if you're showing up half full, there's resentment that builds up, and that's doing nobody any good, right? And it absolutely hurts your body. And I just read a, uh, a book by Dr. Dispenza this, uh, during the COVID. I read numerous books. And it talks about when we have resentment, anger, and doubt inside of us, it actually amesticizes and creates other ills within our bodies. So yeah. if you're feeling something, you have to understand there's something else going on, and that has to do with how you're treating yourself. So today, folks, on the Drink Like a Lady podcast, we are talking about the merits of taking a break as a leader and why. I mean, we talked about the myths, Kathy, of, you know, why it's so hard for us yeah. to take a break. But now we're actually talking about how to take that break. And that includes prioritizing rest, engaging in activities that actually nurture you, investing in relationships letting go of the guilt, drawing that line in the sand, refusing to feel guilty. And the final point that we want to make here is setting the precedence. And I actually had a moment from one of my mentors um, two weeks ago where she sat me down and she was like, you know, you need to put pause for August. Like if you're going to do this rebrand of your website, you need to hit pause. And you as a leader actually need to set that tone for other people. And I was like, wow, I never even thought of it that way. But there, there's really something to that. You know, young Young people and other people, when you're a leader, they look at you and they say, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. You know, it's what is that person doing to be successful? And now uh, what I've realized, success is not just about the accumulation of money or how high you are or what corporation you are. It's the total package of your success. Are you happy in your life? I mean, that's really, you know, if you're not happy, you're not successful in my opinion. Um, so when people are looking at you, you have to take the very courageous, um, thought-provoking, and reframe how you approach everything. Mm -hmm. And I know that I have even jumped in with, with young professionals and said, you need to take that vacation. Mm -hmm. You need to do that. And support them and take away that guilt, once again, that they may think they have. Kathy, if anybody wants to work with you as we wind, this, wind down this episode today, how do they get in touch with you? Two ways. Um, at my Gmail, it's Stuart Kathy, S T U A R T K A T H I E at Gmail. And once again, I give out my cell number at 609-933-7600. Great. And you can always get a hold of me at joya at ladydrinks.com. That concludes this episode of Drink Like a Lady. We are here every Wednesday talking about topics as it relates to women's leadership. Kathy, you have a good day. You too, Joy.